Agenda-setting conversations of the day. Well, the big story this morning, still the taxi strike in Cape Town. Golden Arrow Bus Services said in court documents that 116 of their buses were attacked in just a two-day period. The number of arrests made during this violence stands at around 70. Well, that's the latest figure I have. You heard from the Western Cape Education MEC in, in, a moment ago. Uh, and nearly over 450,000 children couldn't get to school yesterday. They may well lose out on education again today. Clinics are battling to provide services. And last night, the city of Cape Town and the Western Cape Provincial Government won another order in the High Court, saying Santaco members cannot go within 100 metres of a transport depot. Santaco said in court last night that claims its members were involved in the violence were fake news. In the meantime, reports that the city of Cape Town refused to continue with negotiations in the last meeting with Santaco because some of the South African National Taxi Council members arrived with AK-47s. I must tell you, we did put in requests to hear from Santaco this morning to speak to them. They say their leadership is still engaged in meetings. If that changes, we'll bring them to you. In the meantime, the mayor for the city of Cape Town is Jordan Hill lewis Mr. Mayor, good morning. Good morning to you, Stephen. Firstly, are there any negotiations underway with Santaco at the moment? Are you meeting again later today? No, we've taken a position that we will not meet with Santaco until there is uh, a cessation of violence in the city. And uh, we're going to hold firm on that. They they wanted desperately to meet us last night. But uh, but in fact, we we are going to hold firm on the line that, that we cannot negotiate with people who are responsible for all of this mayhem that is going on on the streets and uh, and so we're going to we, we're not going to see them is it true that when your team arrived for negotiations the Santaco members arrived with ak-47s yes that is true and it's it's illegal to have those weapons for for any uh, member of the public or, or civilian uh, they c- could not properly explain how they had them or how they were allowed to have them and so, uh, you know, that again is is in and of itself actually a crime uh, for which they could well have been arrested. Uh, so, you know, we're not we are not negotiating with rational uh, interlocutors here. We are negotiating with people who negotiate using the language of violence and intimidation, and that is no basis for for good faith negotiation. So just to be clear, you believe that what's happened in the city since last week, the violence, is the fault of Santaco, that Santaco is responsible for the violence? 100%. I think there can be no other conclusion. Uh, you know, Santaco has has rather kind of meekly, I think, claimed in court that uh, they have nothing to do with it. But what they really mean is that it's hard to prove that they have uh, something to do with it. Uh, because this is being perpetrated by individual taxi drivers and operators. What's very clear to me through all of this is that Santaco does not actually even have control of its own organization. I do think, uh, to be to be fair, that when some of the leaders condemn violence, they probably do mean it. But the fact is that uh, their constituent members don't care and certainly don't mean it. There is a question here about evidence, and I don't want to get stuck in the legal definition of evidence, but do you have evidence that it's taxi drivers? Santaco says that there is no evidence to show that. No, no. I mean, we, we've got lots of video evidence of taxi drivers blocking the N2, uh, torching vehicles, uh, firing live rounds at our offices, uh, and so on. We've got lots and lots of evidence. The trick is that you, it's, and this is what they rely on, 
they always fall back on this. It's very tough to link those individual examples to Santaco, the organization. And this is how they get away with so much because that link of liability is extremely difficult to make. Uh, and and so that's where that's where we run into trouble. But the bottom line is it's all uh, it's all moot for the time being because we are not talking under under the current condition of, of violence and mayhem in the city. The judge hearing the case, Judge Patrick Gamble, said this this really requires an intervention at the highest level. Do you agree with that? Mm. I don't think that it will work. I mean, the Minister of Transport has been here all of yesterday, uh, and I was I was in a meeting with her most of yesterday afternoon. Uh, she has been speaking to Santaco, uh, and uh, you know, it's, it's I'm not sure that there is any intervention that can make a difference with with Santaco. The point is that we 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 have said clearly we had a discussion on Friday when this strike was less than 24 hours old. We could have wrapped it up within 24 hours. We had an agreement on Friday. It was very constructive. They then went back to their members, and this is why I say I don't think they have control. They went back to their members, and their members said, we want 10 extra things, new demands, new uh, concessions, which we which we absolutely cannot give. They're outside of the law. And, uh, and so on Saturday, it kind of fell apart. And since then, we've seen escalating cycles of violence in the city. So I don't think that there's any intervention that can make uh, those members see that they are not going to get any further agreement from us. It's up to them to go back to what was agreed on Friday and get back to work. Um, within that, there's been conversations around whether the South African National Defence Force should be called in. I know that uh, the Provincial Cabinet of the Western Cape, uh, which obviously is governed by the same party as, as the one that you come from in the city of Cape Town, they had a discussion about it. As I understand it, the Western Cape Police Commissioner said there was no need for that yet. Do you believe, as the city of Cape Town, that we need the army here? No, I agree with the Commissioner that there's no need for that yet. The response from SAPS uh, has been and is uh, quite excellent, and so has the response, obviously, from our own law enforcement uh, here on the ground in Cape Town. This morning, literally just before you called, I was on the call to our joint op centre getting an update. Uh, there has been no incidents this morning at all. That There's peace and quiet on the roads. Obviously, there's a huge police presence. But that seems to be working to uh, to keep everything uh, running smoothly, and buses are running smoothly with with police escorts for every single bus and law enforcement escorts. So I think at the moment it's okay. Santaco has said that the strike is ending tomorrow, so uh, you know we might be close to the end of this, and and we will have, I hope, established an important uh, marker for the rule of law. Okay, so that you say it might be close to the end of it, but you'll continue the policy of impounding taxis afterwards. Absolutely. That is the most effective mechanism that we have to, uh, to adjust taxi driver behavior. Everyone, uh, every one of us across the country has either witnessed or been victim of uh, the irresponsible road behavior of taxi drivers. Now, f- now, fines simply don't work. They just never pay the fines. You have to wait until you eventually get enough fines to get an arrest warrant and then hope that you find that same driver again so that you can arrest them. But impoundments work instantaneously. If they misbehave and uh, endanger the lives of other motorists or of their own passengers, the, the, the vehicle gets taken away. They have to pay a very significant impoundment fee to get it out again. So it is the most effective enforcement mechanism that we have, Stephen. We can't 
uh, and we will not, uh, you know, make the concession that they want that we will stop impoundments. That's not going to happen. There's a huge confusion, it seems to me, under which law the impoundment is happening. Um, as I understand it, uh, the city says it's under a national law. Santaco says mm. it's under a city bylaw. No, the, the, the law that allows us, gives us the authority to impound is actually a national law. It's the, uh, national, the NLTA, the National Land Transport Act, uh, which says that you can impound a taxi for if they are driving without an operating license. If they are off their route, their licensed route, or crucially, and this is really where all the debate comes in, if they are operating contrary to their the conditions of their license, their license contrary to their license conditions. Now, their license conditions include that they must obey all the rules of the road, and this is where they say we are impounding them for things which uh, which are not included in the NLTA. But in fact, if you look at the NLTA and the conditions of their license, the, the, the they have to obey and abide by all rules of the road, just like you and I do, Stephen. They are not above the law. Uh, and in fact, they have a higher duty because they are carrying 16 people. or they, they, they should be carrying 16 people. Sometimes they're carrying uh, considerably more than that, which is in itself illegal. Mayor of the city of Cape Town, thank you, Jordan Hill-Lewis. You're with SFM 18 minutes after 7.